0: I'm a man on a mission I'm a man on a mission I take it up i got that ambition I take it up I'm a man on a mission Good morning Walruses Now, a lot of you have reached out to me in the last couple of weeks Probably for a couple of reasons um, Firstly, because of some of the struggles that I've had in the last couple of weeks Have chimed with experiences in your own lives and it's comforting maybe for you to see that the chief walrus isn't immune and that if I can have tough times in my life, then it's okay for you to feel vulnerable too and to actually express that to others. And secondly, you've reached out to me because you've been con- actually been concerned about me. And I know that some of you have reached out to me with concern or going through some really tough shit yourselves in your own life. So I'm really touched that you've been concerned about me when you're having some of your own tough, uh, tough stuff to deal with. And that when I'm having a wee blip, or probably more accurately, I'm on a steep learning curve that's knocking the shit out of me. Do you you know what I should do? Maybe I should actually go back there. Do you remember the old Halcyon days, in the early days of the podcast, when I often talked about strapping on a full body harness, the steel toe cap boots, and the safety helmet? Maybe I should get those back out of the wardrobe and just get them on to get me through this next wee uh, stage of my life. But you know what? I dug in. I hung on. I doubled down. And I reached out. I shared with my fellow Russians. I looked the imposter syndrome in the eye. I reminded myself that other people go through this shit regularly. I kept learning. I acknowledged that I had lots to learn. I read more and I even prayed a little bit. And you know what? I've come out the other side even stronger and maybe even an inch taller than I was before. I must be probably about seven foot four by this stage. Every time I gain another inch Now, it really is quite remarkable The resilience that the human spirit can show Particularly when you keep believing in yourself Have the right people about you Feed your mind and body with the right stuff And by the way um, Did you know that I'm now vegan? Just saying And keep doing the things that you have planned to do Even when it's really fucking tough Then you'll get through the tough stuff If you do all of that And you'll feel fucking good more often than not just like I do today Okay, that's enough of an introduction Let's crack on with today's episode of the Speed Mentor Podcast This is episode one two four hundred and twenty friggin' 4, folks That's amazing we've got this far With a working title of I don't know what the working title is Maybe it's I Feel Good Today Or, or maybe it's just something else Well, you know what, I don't really give a shit what the working title is I'll work that out afterwards And we'll see how we get on for the rest of this episode and then we can decide what it's called at the end. But I want to start by sharing something with you today. You see, when I was 17 years of age, I fell in love. I fell in love, if I could just have a wee sound in the background there, maybe of arrows being shot by Cupid or something with a diminutive Australian actress. Can you guess who it is yet? A diminutive Australian actress called, you got it, Kylie Minogue. She was just so perfectly formed and petite and wholesome that every young man in the country and probably a few women too were in love with her. She had that girl next door thing going on and was on our screens daily in the smash hit Neighbours telling the story of families in Ramsey Street in Melbourne. Now as we all know she transformed herself into a pop princess and became a major worldwide superstar and she popped I should pop back into my consciousness recently when I saw a show she was doing with the the one and only Dermot O'Leary on BBC Two. And the two of them were reviewing uh, her career. And there were a few lessons around her career, around success, around the wilderness that she was in for a while, around finding your place in yourself. And I felt it worth sharing that um, so that we could talk about it to see how it might help us. On our own entrepreneurial journey Because sometimes we don't realise that somebody like Kylie is on an entrepreneurial journey herself And there's lots of lessons we can learn So I'm going to start off by letting you into a little story Which I haven't shared um, with you before In fact very few people know about this Now I was living and working in London um, in the summer of 87, 88, I think it was 88 uh, maybe it was 87 but could have been 88 Anyway and I was with my friend uh, uh, Th- Thomas Fitzpatrick Tom Fitzpatrick who ultimately became my best man at my wedding And uh, we were two scallywags back in those days And we were in Café Royale in London And I can remember that we um, left a big tip behind us that day Because we were so excited Actually I had hair um, spiked up a bit like Robert Smith um, And also I'll not even go into too much of it anyway um, we left a big tip that day because we decided it would be nice to have a souvenir from the one and only Café Royale um, for our visit um uh, to the big smoker, the centre of London. And we, we scarpered with a couple of cups and saucers um, that we'd pinched as souvenirs. But we left a big tip that would definitely have covered the cost of those. And as we were fleeing the scene, now folks don't do that at home, if you're listening to this and you're a teenager, don't be stealing stuff. Now it wasn't really stealing the say, because we, we actually paid for it. But um, it was all part of a bit of crack. Well, anyway, we were fleeing the scene of Cafe Royale, and the two of us, uh, I shouldn't really have said all that. Now, Thomas is a, is a very um, successful barrister in, in Belfast, and I was barrister too. That's a but We shouldn't have done that. I don't know. Anyway, answers on the postcards, we've done that, folks. And we're fleeing the scene of Cafe Royale, and the two of us um, were there actually, both of us were looking like Robert Smith from The Cure, probably hair back combed and all nail varnished up. Um, I think I had Mary Quant's Scarlet Sulface uh, lippy on that day (laughs) Maybe I should have shared that either And who on earth did we come across but none other than the beautiful and diminutive Aussie blonde bombshell herself but Kylie Her hair was all tousled and she was wearing like a a brim of a top, top hat She was like just the brim of a top hat And without the actual hat part, the top bit And her hair was pulled through out of the top I saw her immediately and she was flanked by a brick shithouse bodyguard And my heart, oh, I was already in love with her, folks, by the way. And my heart almost jumped out of my freaking chest. She saw that I had recognized her in my face. She'd probably seen that look from lots of other uh, teenagers across the world. And it was still, but it was still quite early in her pop career. And our eyes met. And I gave her a nod. and She nodded back knowingly. I've still got that to this day. And I was even more in love with her than I had been before. Now, I turned to Tom and I said to him, did you see? Did you see who that was? Uh, and he, he, he was a little distracted uh, as we were still sprinting away from Cafe Royale, waiting for some um, bouncers or something to, to come and catch us. And I said, Did you see who that was? And uh, I told him that was Kylie, and she'd smiled at me, and I'd smiled at her. And do you know what? He actually didn't believe me. He says, like, You're talking shite. I said, Eventually, Tom, he, he knows that I, I always tell the truth, and uh, he turned on his heels. And he sprinted back towards the direction that Kylie had gone in. Um, And he had to turn. I lost him out of sight. He had to turn around the corner and off he went. And he was away for five or six minutes. Uh, And then he came back and he returned to me and he said, I said, what happened? What happened with Kylie? And Tom said that she got into a big black limo as she got. um, And as she got in the door of the car, um, he went over to make sure it was her. And he said, uh, he said, or she said, hello to him, because he sort of leant forward into the door. And Tom, being the cool, the cool cat that he was, he just flicked his Ray Bans down, non, that's his sunglasses, down nonchalantly onto his nose. Didn't even reply to her because he was the coolest cat in town. And then he just walked off, um, without saying a word. How how cool is Tom Fitzpatrick? Coolest cat amongst us. And um. Tom and I talked about that little vignette in our lives for years. I was starstruck in love, Um, nodded to her, but Tom just flicked his shades. Those were good times indeed, we were young and foolish. But anyway, I hear you say, what the fuck has that got to do with our personal development, Gavin? We tune in here, we tune in. Um, This is a Speed Mentor podcast and we're here to get our weekly dose Um, ...of PT for PD... ...we're here to... ...mainline the secret sauce... ...not to listen to your stories... ...of young love and acting a dick... ...okay... ...okay... ...so I'm just going to let you know... ...what it's all about... ...now... ...Kylie was an actress... ...she was doing really really well... ...she had no need to leave that space... ...and could have safely played out... ...the rest of her life... ...quite successfully... ...as an actress... ...now most people... ...probably in her circumstances would... ...but... ...she didn't... ...no... She rolled the freaking dice. She took the risk. She moved in a new direction, to a new country, to a new fucking industry, um, where the risk of failure was so much higher than in the warm embrace of Ramsey Street, where she had been employed as a very successful actress. Uh, and I was just thinking about Kylie... Uh, and that jump that she made was a bit like, little bit like what some of you may be thinking about um, doing today And maybe in a comfortable job Maybe you're in, in, you're maybe in paid employment Some were thinking or worrying about taking the risk of striking out on your own Or maybe a wee bit like I'm doing with the venture capital stuff Having successful businesses elsewhere Now, if that's where you are Start to draw up a plan Start to work out your values your mission statement. Go back to the episode I did on business plans. It was an episode. I think it was episode sixty-five. Um, you can give up the comfort of that job. You can just fucking believe me. You can give up the comfort of that good job you have that pays the bills and your mortgage. But if you've got that feeling inside that you're you're on your you're on this earth for more, right? You're going to have to give it up. Okay, but to do so, you gotta get that plan in place. And I talked about in episode sixty-five. I believe you can do it. You can give up the comfort of it, but you gotta get to a plan. But that's still not what this episode is really about. So, if you're thinking about jumping out the window from your um from your safe life, get the fucking plan in place. It's still not what this episode is about. What I wanted to talk about was actually a later stage of Kylie's career. The bit where she went rogue, where Kylie went rogue, when she went off-piste, when she hooked up with Nick Cave and the Bad Seeds and got involved with the bad boy of Pop, Michael Hutchins. God rest his soul, this was the time when the doubters said that Kylie had lost it, when she went several years without any significant church success. Now, you can go to her Wikipedia and look at how many records she had that you haven't heard of, such as Put Your Hands Up, which, have you heard of Put Your Hands Up? No, it peaked at number 93, or Flower, which peaked at number 96, and there's plenty more like that too. This was her time in the freaking wilderness, the time when she experimented. The time when she probably stopped caring about her chart success. The time when some thought she'd lost her way. The time when she was taking those fucking major risks. And you know what? If she hadn't have had that stuff. If she hadn't have gone off grid. If she hadn't have experimented. If she hadn't have accepted that she needed to experience this new stuff. This new stuff when she didn't know what the outcome was or what the outcome was likely to be failure, if she didn't do that stuff, her career probably peters out in the 90s forever as that little diminutive pop princess um, properly. You know what? She'd probably have returned as a new Nell Mangle in Neighbours many years later if she hadn't have gone off-grid. But the off-grid stuff, the risk-taking, led to let her back, Huge success with hits such as Can't get you out of my mind Um, That stuff would never have happened If you hadn't have ripped up The script So my challenge to you today is Stop doing the same Fucking stuff Just stop doing the same fucking stuff Start ripping up your fucking script What's the little thing at the back Of your mind, that little idea That would take you out of your Comfort zone You need to go cross-country, folks. Just, that's not go country. Now, Kylie never went country. Although, actually, she's got a new song out. That's a wee bit of touch of country in it, I think. But you need to go cross-country, just like Kylie did. Start looking at your industry through a different lens. Or maybe start looking at another industry. The longer you keep doing what you're doing every day, the higher the risk your line, your life, will just end in total, total and utter banality. Nothing worse than banality, folks. Now, pull yourself together, right? (laughs) Resign your job and go backpacking. Hmm. Depends on what age you are, but you you get my point. Pull yourself together, resign from your job and go backpacking. all depends on what age you are, folks, and what responsibilities you have. But you're here on this planet for a pretty long time. Maybe not as long as 150 years that I'm going to live plus, uh, but long enough to say, Fuck it. Just do it and go and do something else instead. What's holding you back? Is it fear holding you back? Is that what's holding you back? No one ever got successful by succumbing to fear of doing this sort of stuff. Would you like to look as good as Kylie in hot pants? Well, I can't guarantee you that. But if you want to break if you want breakout success like her and continuing to have that sort of success, you will not achieve it if you are not prepared to take the risks and just go off and explore. Look, she left the safety of Ramsey Street for the uncertainty of the pop world. And having conquered that, she went off grid for about five years, leaving her pop princess persona in the bin. Some might say the pop princess career left, left her and had actually run out of stre- out of steam. But she didn't continue flogging it, that's the important thing. She went off and recreated herself, adding the grunge and swapping pink for charcoal, partnering with Nick Cave rather than Jason Donovan, thank God for that, and only because she shed her old skin and we missed her for so long as she experimented and went on a personal journey of discovery, did we go freaking bonkers when she hit us right between the eyes with what became known as her comeback single. I'm Spinning around, spinning around, which led to a whole new career even bigger than the acting on the first leg of her pop career. And you know what? Kylie said. She said she only had that additional leg of huge success because of the time she spent away discovering more about herself, experimenting and iterating, and leaving us begging for more. So why don't you do a Kylie? Get off grid. Maybe you're currently in the wilderness, walking the road less travelled. This time is likely the time you need to find your way back, spending time thinking about how to do things differently from the herd and how to make your mark. Success in any event in any event, is not a straight line, which anyone who's had any will know already. It's a big squiggly line, as the career of Kylie shows us. So embrace the times when it's not happening and know that those times are part of Of your actual journey. But never give up trying to create and iterate. And test and experiment. And I know what you're thinking now. Gavin opened up this episode. um, uh, About Kylie. And he hasn't even done a Kylie song yet. Um, Even though he's had a crush on her all his life. Look I'll tell you a secret. It was that bad. um, This was back uh, about my my Kylie crush. I'll tell you a secret. It was that bad. Uh, And Now, this was back in the times before YouTube, remember, I'm an old man, um, or the internet was even thought of, and Kylie used to be on top of the Pops and all of these Saturday Live shows and all, and uh, I had a VHS video of all her appearances on Saturday Live and the Tube and all the interviews she's done, and this VHS tape was my pride and joy. Now, musically, um, uh, and in fact, my own personal fashion sense was totally different to Kylie's. I'd have been more, um, maybe what you would know as a, in the emo space now. Um, but I kept all of the Kylie stuff that was sort of like a counterfactual to all my musical likes, like The, the Cure, Echo and the Bunnymen, Bow House, Pixies, etc, cetera, etc. Cetera. But one day, one day, do you know what happened to me? This day broke my heart. My dad tape recorded the British Open Golf over my lifetime VHS tape Of all the Kylie material that I had built up. And I was totally and utterly heartbroken. It still hurts to this day. So in an ode to Kylie. I'm going to sing sing a song to her Kylie. If you're listening out there. This one's for you my love. Sorry Helen if you're listening. I'll sing you a song another day. Now the only question is. which, Which song I should sing. And for me it's a toss up between. I should be so lucky. Which my old friend Joe Cassidy of the Butterfly Child. And fame covered back in 1987 88, and can't get you out of my head. This is a tough one. Which one do you think I'm going to go for, folks? La la la, la 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 Boy, your loving is all I think about I just can't get you out of my head Boy, it's more than I dare to think about La la la, la 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 la, la 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 That's an absolute classic by Kylie You gotta love it Now Kylie, did you hear it? Did you love my wee cover version of it? I'm sure you do And you know I'm happy to give you a wee nod and a wink anytime you're passing me in the street again in the future. No doubt Tom will just flick his shades back down because he's a cool cat. Anyway, who's been showing me some love with a review on the podcast platform? But actually, just before I go to that, just get off grid, folks. Don't be afraid to lose your way a little bit you have a long life you don't have to know what it is that you're going to, is going to be your your eventual outcome all the time just get off grid and enjoy it now this this is a new follower who's recently discovered the speed mentor podcast and he hit me up recently on LinkedIn and his name is Samuel Addo and he's left a five star review and it's titled uh game changer now the review goes like this since i started listening to this wonderful podcast by Gavin my mindset towards money and life goals has changed The lessons and life experiences shared in this platform will completely transform our life. Now start listening from the first podcast to the current one and you will surely know uh, how great a podcast can impact your life. Please kindly sing My Way by Frank Sinatra again. Can't wait to meet Gavin one day. And then a wee smiley face emoji. Now thank you so much Sam for the amazing review. Uh, In relation to My Way by Frank Sinatra, I think I sang that in episode 50, which was a wee sort of half-century episode, and also episode 100. Um, I definitely, in fact, did it in episode 100, Uh, so uh, you can check that out, Sam, if you want to hear that again. But I'll definitely sing it again in the show, as I know that that's one that I really, really nailed. And I'll do the whole song, in fact, the next time for you, Sam, so keep listening. So there you have it, Sam worked out how this world works. I do a free resource and a massive value to the world and Sam thanks me with a nice review and now he's got a nice shout out on the podcast. Now, what the fuck are the rest of you is waiting for? You miserable bastards. Get onto your podcast platform and leave me a review right now, please. Now, one last thing. Don't forget about The Greatest Showman. It's happening tonight. It's actually happening tonight, um, the 7th of November. and The Greatest Showman at the Odyssey Cinema and then on to Babel. Um, the rooftop bar of the Bullet Hotel Where 200 um, entrepreneurs and entrepreneurs From right across Northern Ireland Will sing their little asses off Or dance their little asses off And sing uh, and dance together uh, In fancy dress In a greatest showman theme And then we're going to network like never before And create relationships And really get outside our comfort zones and grow So make sure you're joining me There's one or two tickets left So why don't you get booked now And I'll see you there tonight Now that's your lot for today Be like Kylie and roll the dice Take the road less travelled and reach superstardom. You can do that folks Or you can just keep doing the same old shit And keep getting the same shitty results It's your choice I'm a man on a mission